The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome, everybody. I'm so grateful and honored that you're spending this hour with me. Thank you so much. So today we are going to talk about connecting to the other side. It's something that I've been calling it for years, and I know there's many different ways to say it, but basically uh, people that have crossed over and connecting to them. And it's it's a little bit of a kind of a, a mixed up meaning. You know, when we talk about connecting to the other side, makes it sound like there's another side, like there's this side and then there's the other side. And in my experience as a medium, there really isn't a difference. You know, we're all here. It's just some of us have physical bodies and some of us don't. Uh, So saying connect to the other side isn't really the way it sounds, yet we get what we mean when when we say it. So that's kind of why I've used it. I also actually have on my webpage um, an MP3, a recording I did years ago, uh, for a professional meditation to connect to the other side. So if any of you are interested in in that, you can find it on my webpage, which is www.glenice.net. And what it does is just takes you through a really relaxing, relaxing meditation to get you into that space to connect. And actually, at the end of the show or near the end of the show, we'll also do some other exercises, too, for anybody who's interested in getting maybe a little bit more in tune with with the other side or with their loved ones who have crossed over. Uh, which, of course, can include animals. That's a question I get so often is, you know, my, my animal has crossed over. Are they there too? And in my experience, they're there. And it doesn't matter if the animal was, you know, a dog or a cat or a bird, uh, whatever, frog, you know, hamster, they're all there. So a little bit about my journey Um I'm just going to talk about it very briefly, because if you go back in the archives to my show, to the very first one, the show is called Tell Her I Love Her. And that is in detail of how I started with my mediumship. Because uh, I certainly, from my my memory, I don't remember as a child connecting or even as a teen, really only started uh, the month I turned 30. So it hasn't been all that long, uh, but 11 years now, and... And so it just it just started. Just was doing Reiki on a friend of mine, and a friend of hers who had crossed over was really really important to him that he get through to her that he was okay. And he used every tactic that he could because, of course, at first I was like, 
this isn't really happening. This can't be true. This can't be real. And uh, he was just really, really pushy. So if you want more of that story, go check out the first show. So about a year after my first connection was when I started working professionally as a medium, where I read for people or groups or families over the phone, in person, over Skype. (laughs) It really doesn't make a difference how you connect. And a lot of times that's that's um, confusing for people because they assume that they have to be with you in order for you to read for them, to connect to their loved ones who've crossed over. And it really isn't the case. In fact, you know, if you think about it, our, our loved ones who've crossed over don't have bodies, so they're not limited from the time and space like we are. So they can actually be here in my home with me and with my client in you know, a thousand kilometers away or wherever. So they don't have that limitation. It's the same way how they can be with uh, all of their family at the same time. It's it's really quite easy for them. So this show is kind of all about talking about different stories, different experiences that I've had as a professional medium, uh, different things that I've seen people go through in, in terms of their grief and, and people crossing over. And then, like I say, at the near the end of the show, I'll talk about different tools that you can use to connect. So um, a couple of the really cool stories and, and ones that seem to stay from, with me. So, of course, I mean, I hear stories every day from my clients about their loved ones and how they're showing their family that they're with them. And there's some really, um, I would say, common ways that our loved ones show us. And... This one has always just stayed in my mind, and it was um, uh, a family had had lost their child in an, in an accident, and on the well prior to I guess prior to the accident, they were they were needing to fix a yard light, and this their their daughter always helped them fix the yard light. And we're kind of waiting for her the next time she came home for a visit that they would fix this yard light because the light had went out. And um, and then the accident happened and she died. And uh, the night of her funeral, they actually drove into the yard at night and the light that had been out for a couple months was on. And they just knew they just knew it was a sign from her. They knew it was her way of saying, I'm here. And um, dad, who had really struggled with the afterlife or the thought of life after death, or, you know, he, he'd never really had to look at it that close. Um, it really was such a kindness to him to see that she was going, that she that she was able to do that. And it really helped him kind of connect with her in a different way. Um, And to this day from, well, I guess I I haven't heard back in a while, but I had kind of um, talked to them a few months later and and the light was still on, uh, which I thought was really, really cool. And um, and the other one that really, really sticks with me was um, a couple. They were engaged to be married and the the male had crossed in an accident and his fiance really, really struggled with it, as we could all imagine. And 
to the point that she decided she was going to kill herself because she just couldn't live with the grief. She didn't want to live without him, all of that stuff that, that we go through when, when somebody dies. And she actually had it really planned. Like she went to a hotel. She was just going to do it via sleeping pills. And um, so packed up her her bag to take. She wasn't taking very much to the hotel because she didn't need much. Um, of course, she had the pills and went to the hotel. When she got to the hotel, of course, it was very emotional. You know, she, she didn't want to put her family through this but didn't know how she could move on and got to the hotel and finally, okay, she was ready and couldn't find the pills. She knew she had packed them, absolutely knew she packed them, but they were not there. So she went home and um, sure enough, the, the pills were there. But what was interesting is that it was empty. So the pill bottle was there and it was just sitting empty. So she knew it was her fiancé who had crossed over was his way of saying no. No, that's not the answer. And, um, you know, it just, for me, it just gives me, gives me what we call angel bumps instead of goosebumps because it's just, just to show how much our loved ones, whether they're here in physical form or um, have crossed over and they no longer have a body but they're still with us, are really helping and guiding us. You know, and they can do anything, anything at all. Uh, lots of times people don't realize, but they're, they can touch us. So we will maybe think, oh, my head's really itchy today, or I'm always scratching my head, or it's just really tickly. Often when I'm doing readings, that's what will, the, the spirit will come through and say, hey, let them know that this is what I'm doing so that they know it's me. And then often they'll joke and say they don't have lice. And that's what the person thinks because it seems to happen so often. And it, you know, it, it's their loved one actually touching them uh, to let them know that they're there. Electricity is really easy for them to work with. So they can flicker lights. They can change the time on clocks. They can um, turn things on or off, you know, like TVs and radios and stuff like that. Um, they can leave signs that we connect to them with, of course. Like, um, there's one gal, she always thinks of her sister. Well, the entire family thinks of the sister in regards to elastic bands. So they know when they find one that that's, that's a hello from her, you know, and, and all sorts of things. What, whatever, whatever it might be that, that connects them. You know, I know I've, I've talked before about the owls and, and my grandma. So I know now that when I, when I see owls that that's a hello from her. And it can be real ones, of course. And it can also be ones you walk into a store and there's a, an ornament or, or somebody sends you a card and there's an owl on it or something like that. And right now, I mean, in the last year, it seems like owls have really become part of um, decorating. So they're pretty much around a lot. Uh, I remember this one time I was really... Um, struggling with with kind of growing um, spiritually and a lot of kind of that, um, you know, I knew I needed to make some changes, yet kind of the, the idea of making the changes was tough and I was really struggling with it. And I went to my jewelry box just to get a piece of jewelry one day 
and there was a pin in there and it was the, the Phoenix rising. It was just a pin of the, the Phoenix rising. So I was like, well, I'd never seen it before. I actually didn't even know what Phoenix rising was. And so I took it to my husband and I said, Oh, I don't know. Like he, he has a collection of pins. So I just said, I'm not sure how this got in my jewelry box, but here's your pin. And he looked at it and he's like, I don't have that pin that, that that's not mine. Like what the heck? And he said, well, it's a Phoenix rising. And I said, well, I don't know what that is. And, and so I went on the internet and looked it up. And it was like, wow, that's amazing. And this was like years ago. And I actually, um, my newsletter years ago was called Phoenix Rising because of that. So it was just kind of coming out of what was into the possibilities. And, you know, it was just this pin showed up and just kind of really showed me that there was so much more possible and that whoever gave it. And I mean, I, I never, I never knew at the time. Um, I, I call them a team. So for me, I have this team of, of beings from the light people that have crossed over and whoever else that you resonate with. So if, if you resonate with archangels or angels or fairies or uh, mermaids or dolphins or whatever it may be, those can be on your team. And uh, so I just I just knew it was from my team, uh, nobody in particular, uh, but just from my team saying, hey, you know, we know it feels tough right now, but but you're you're getting there. So there's so many different ways that they can let you know. And even if you just kind of take a moment and, and look back in your life. Now, have there been signs? Have there been places where they've, where your your loved ones have have shown you? Lots of times, uh, in readings, they'll say, "Hey, we're always we're always riding in the car beside you," and people will be like, "Oh, I always felt that, or I always seemed like somebody was with me." Uh, movement out of the corner of our eyes is really really common for for people um, for the spirits to do for us. So just being a little bit more aware of of what's going on around you, if if you would like to connect more with your loved ones. And of course, asking them, asking them to come around more, asking them to show you more, to give you more signs, to really connect with their, with their energy. Um, often we already know it. And even in, in readings, my clients are like, yeah, yeah, I totally knew that. I, I'm, I was sure of that too. I just, you know, me needed the extra validation. But our, our loved ones are so connected to us that they can give us that information. You know, and I, I remember years ago, uh, a gal telling me the story and, and she was, she was driving through the city and she was coming up to a green light at a, a fairly quick speed. And in her mind, she, heard (laughs) um green doesn't always mean go and just she said i don't know what it was about that she said maybe the oddness of of hearing that in my head or the energy that it was said she says i don't know but i just stopped and she said the moment that she stopped so she didn't go through the green light she actually stopped um, a car went through the red light that would if she would have went through the green she would have been hit um, and so she was kind of shocked and happy and surprised and all of that, and then knew it was her brother who was on the other side who had passed that on to her um, in the best way that he could. So 
It wasn't like this big booming voice outside of her head that most people would like to hear. It was just really a thought within her head. And there was something to it that was either odd enough, strange enough, um, an energy to it that she just, she followed it. You know, and so it's really being open to that. And I, I think many of us, if we had that thought, you know, green doesn't always mean go. Um, we, we might think about it a little bit more. But even, you know, if you think about um, how things sometimes just kind of work out or the coincidence of it. Um, I was laughing on, on Tuesday. I re- remembered that I had booked an appointment and I needed to change it. And I kept forgetting that I needed to change it. And I was kind of at the time of, oh, geez, I really need to change that because they like 24 hours notice. So I phoned to change it. <laughs> and they said, oh, we don't actually have you booked in. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's so cool. That's so cool. So it's just really, you know, how how is your team contributing to you? What is going on there that that they're doing for you already that maybe you're not even realizing and maybe you could ask for more of maybe there's maybe there's stuff already going on you know has you have you ever not you know forgot to set your alarm clock but woke up on time even if it is like in my case where my cat jumps on me and wakes me up um, you know sometimes our teams will use whatever they can so that we can be in that case woke up you know so they might have a, a cat jump on you uh, they might have odd things happen or you know maybe your car won't start because uh, if you were to leave in that moment there's an accident up ahead you know where sometimes when we really start to kind of um, I don't know let's say worry or freak out or get stressed out there's often greatness in it if we're willing to see beyond what we've decided in that moment, you know, really willing to uh, wonder what else is possible in that moment. So we're going to go to break. And uh, when we come back, I'll talk about some more stories and some of the, the common things that people go through when their loved ones cross over and the common messages that those loved ones give. So we'll talk to you soon. your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed are you curious about entities have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities join me glenice hughes in this phenomenal two-day class gifts talents and capacities with entities. It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg July 2013, Lloydminster September 2013, Ireland April 2014, And if you would like to host me in your city, 
please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glenyce.net. Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www.glenyce.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, the other thing I wanted to invite you to what is next week on October 15th at 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm doing a free talk on the Crazy Rich Free Talk Show. If you go to my webpage, which again is www.glenyce.net, right underneath the newsletter sign up, I've put a link there that you can just click on it. It'll take you to the the Crazy Rich Free talk show sign-up page. It's completely free. Uh, The show that I'm doing on Tuesday is called Aligning You Vibrationally to Connect to Your Team of Beings from the Light. So I'm going to talk about that more. I'm going to talk about how your team can assist you in creating money as if by magic. Uh, We're going to do a vibrational alignment with you and your team talk about some other stuff. So if that sounds fun and interesting for you, please go and check out that on my webpage. You'll find the link there. So a couple other cool stories. Uh, One of the things that many people don't realize is that kids and animals are very strongly connected to the other side. It's very easy for them to see them, to feel them, to hear them. And a lot of times... If somebody crosses over before a baby is born, that baby and the loved one on the other side get to play together before the baby is born. So lots of times that's one of uh, the person's biggest regrets is that, you know, let's say their dad didn't get to, to meet their daughter. And and from my experience, what they always come through and say is, "Hey, I got I got to play with her first. I got to I got to hand her down when it was when it was time for her to be born." So a lot of people don't don't know that, but that's oh, it's just so phenomenal. And then of course them being able to connect with them. So there's times where I've heard like where maybe people will have a picture. You know, maybe they're showing pitch, a picture around at Thanksgiving or something, and it was somebody that the child never met. 
and the child will look at the picture and they'll say, oh, you know, Uncle Fred. <laughs> and everybody in the room will be like, what? How did you know? And it's just they know. They know. They're not, you know, they're a lot more connected. Or if you've ever seen just a baby, look at what we would call nothing and giggle and smile and coo as though somebody is playing with them. They really are. And it's just, it's so phenomenal when you can just really allow that space. And, and so I've even heard stories of kids drawing, you know, drawing pictures of, of their loved ones in, in spirit that, again, from, from our point of view, we'd say they've never met, but they definitely have. Or they have some of the same mannerisms that, again, they shouldn't have because they never met, but they actually really did. So for anybody who is feeling sad because one or more of their loved one hadn't met their child or children, please know that they have. Please know that they have. Uh, and same with animals. You know, they're the, it's very easy for animals to connect with, with spirit. So they'll often bark at nothing or just stare at nothing or kind of sit and turn their head a lot. Or maybe they'll sit looking at you, but they're looking beyond you they're looking over your shoulder moving their head like they're watching something and you know that nothing's there and uh, it's so easy for them so so easy for them and one of the things that uh, I've heard people talk about is well you know the animal is so sad without their loved one and a lot of times, this is just my point of view, but a lot of times our animals take on our stuff. So it's our own sadness or it's our, it's, it's the, the group grief, let's say, as opposed to their own, because it really hasn't changed much for them. Uh, yes, of course, their loved one isn't physical there for them, but they're still connecting. They're still, still seeing them. They can still hear them and, and connect with them in that way. So it, it isn't, it isn't the sadness of theirs for that person. It's more ours that they're processing, which I think is a really, really great gift that our animals do for us. Um, some of the other things that I, I hear about a lot from people is, you know, if, if a loved one died when they were fighting, and let's say they hadn't talked for a while, you know, I've never had somebody on spirit come through and still be mad about something or be angry about something. Um, it just has never been that way. It's always been usually asking that person um, to forgive them or maybe it wasn't that sort of a situation. Maybe the person here that I'm reading for is the one that was causing the trouble. So the, the one on in the spirit will say, hey, you know what? I've let it go. Can you let it go? You know, I, I would love to help you to let it go so that you can just move on with your life and not be not be caught up in this. Um, and that a lot of times people don't get. You know, they really expect that if their loved one was angry when they were here, they're going to still be angry over there. And maybe there's some of them, but certainly not the ones that I've worked with and connected with clients. It just isn't the way. And I don't mean they don't still have stuff or that they're perfect or anything like that. It's just that they don't carry that stuff on. And, and usually they come through and say, hey, can you, can you let this go? And a lot of times people have these really bizarre things that they're hanging on to. You know, I've read for a lot of kids or teenagers and they're, 
usually it's their parents or grandparents, people they were really close to that come through and they're, the kids hold, lots of times the kids hold this intense um, guilt that they should have been able to stop it. And you know, if you look at that, it's like, you know, if you really look at that guilt, does that even make sense? Like, can a child really change it? Or of course, there's the, the, you know, the child who they were fighting, you know, the last thing they said to the parent before they died was, I hate you because the parent wouldn't let them go to the party or whatever. And I mean, it was a realistic thing. The parent was doing what a parent's job was to do was to not let them to go to this party that wasn't suited for them. The teenager was just being a teenager saying I hate you and then unfortunately then the the parent dies and and the kid hangs on to that as though that's the way it is or as though um you know somehow them saying that caused the death or um could even be from the place of it being that they need to punish themselves for the rest of their life because that's how it ended and Again, I have never had a spirit come through and hold anything against anybody. It's always been, please let this go. I'm helping you every day to let this go. You're punishing you and you don't need to. I love you. And if you could see me through your eyes, uh, if you could see you through my eyes, you could see how amazing I, I know you are. And stuff like that, like really kind beautiful, amazing stuff. And I don't, again, I don't mean everyone because it's all personal, but I've never had one come through saying, you should feel guilty. You should have visited more or anything like that. It's never, ever the case. And it's really being aware, you know, one of, one of the greatest gifts that, that being a medium gives me is that I know you know, I can't hide anymore where I used to prior to being a medium. And I didn't really think about death because, I don't know, some crazy idea that if I didn't think about it, it didn't happen. I don't know what it was. And not that I think people should sit around and think about it for days in and days out. But it really does inspire me to be more present with the people in my life now. Not from the place of, oh, I've got to be nice to them, they're going to die. <laughs> not from that place, but really have the awareness that, we don't know what tomorrow brings. Heck, we don't know what the next 10 minutes brings. So if you love people, let them know. You know, in, in whatever way works for you. Sometimes I love you isn't, isn't what's required. Sometimes it's just spending time with somebody, being with somebody. You know, one of the, the cool things, uh, a few years back, my, my mom's mom crossed over. And I would see her as often as I could, which wasn't all that often, um, just for where we lived. But there was the the time that I was back in the area before she died, it was such a strong feeling to spend some time with her. And it wasn't from, oh my gosh, she's going to die. Like, even though I was a medium then, I don't get the knowledge of, of, of people crossing, um, but I just, you know, it was like really, really important that I went and saw her. And so I went and saw her and, and made some time and we went out for supper as we always did and, and joked around and visited as, as we did. And off I went. And the next week is when she crossed over suddenly. So it was like, wow, I was so grateful that I really followed that energy and that intuition. And again, I had no clue that that's what 
that's what was it was about you know from my my experience nothing is predetermined and that includes death so it's not like when we're born we know when we're going to die and i've never had a spirit tell me that they knew that in in that regards it wasn't like it was predetermined but there are times of possibility and i mean of course it's always possible but there's times of possibility it's almost like a, an option like they can choose it or we can choose it or not and again I mean even if I would have had the awareness then that she was that energetically there was a possibility coming up for her I don't believe that it would have been known that she would have you know that I would have known that she was was just it was just the possibility and and that's what she chose and I mean when I say that's what she chose I don't mean she chose it on a conscious level that's where sometimes people get really confused because they really would like to, um, you know, understand why. And there is really no answer to the question of why ever. You know, I've countless, countless thousands of readings that people have asked their loved one why. <laughs> and, you know, there isn't an answer. There isn't an answer that from from this reality, from where we're at here on Earth, that we can really comprehend. Um, you know, sometimes with suicides and that, that that's a little bit different. But for the most part, when it happens either, you know, accidental or health related or that sort of stuff, there just there just isn't the why. And people often look for the why because they, they figure if they know the why then it'll make it better. And the truth is, it won't. You know, if you're grieving, the why of somebody dying, even if there was one, it's not going to change the grief. It really isn't. It's the same with suicides. You know, I've, I've worked with a lot of people who've committed suicide, and it's very rare for them to tell why they chose it. Some you know, we would expect that from them. I, I get that. And I get that if I had somebody in my life that chose it, that that's something that I would look for. And we can only go, I always tell people, it's no different than if they were sitting in front of you in physical form. When you, when you have a reading done, it's no different. They will give you the same, you know, they might slough off a question, might dance around it, might change the subject. They might answer directly. They might take 20 minutes to answer. I mean, every every spirit is different, but it's really, really acknowledging that, hey, it is what it is. What do I need to do for me when you're going through that grief? What do I need to do for me? What's going to make this better? And knowing that it's different for everybody, everybody, <laughs> You know, a lot of times people will come and see me. They'll feel so much better. They'll they'll feel the relief, the peace. And then they want to buy their loved one a gift certificate. <laughs> and, you know, for some people, having a medium reading isn't going to create that for them. It isn't the peace that maybe other peoples have found in it. So it's really being aware that everybody has their own way to deal with their loved one's crossing. And you have to figure out what it is. And it's not always going to be the same for every loved one that crosses. You know, you might have three different people cross over in, in, in your life that you will deal differently with each one. And it's really honoring that, whatever that is each time. The other, time, the other thing that 
that people, not so much that the client asks, but that the loved one on the other side brings up is that they're not living. So the client isn't living because this person died. So it's almost like this place of, um, you know, fear of dishonoring the person. Because if they actually go on, if they actually laugh, if they actually have fun, then they're dishonoring the person who crossed over. And so that person who crossed over is saying, hey, please, you're actually dishonoring me by not living, by not having fun. And I know it may sound a little backwards, but it's so true. You know, if you think of yourself, would you really want everybody who loved you's life to stop if you crossed over? Or would you rather see them move on with joy and and happiness and create just these phenomenal lives? Yeah. You know, and it's no different when our loved ones cross over. They want that too. You know, I've never had a, a husband or a wife that have, you know, working with them on the other side, come through for their spouse and say, hey, I don't want you to move on. I don't want you to fall in love again. I want you to stay at home and, and mope around. I mean, that has never been the case, ever. They're usually the ones saying, hey, when you're ready, I've got somebody lined up for you. Or, or absolutely, please, please, please move forward with your life. I'm right here and I'm supporting you and I love that you're living and that's so important for people to know that nobody, especially your loved one on the other side, doesn't wish for you to have anything less than just this really phenomenal life. And honor you in the process. You know, of course, sometimes people move on really quickly to avoid the grief, which never really works. But it's just honor the process and, and know that your loved ones are celebrating. You know, they feel you. They feel what you go through. They're very aware of it. So, yeah, they're, they help us through the grief. They help us through the tough times. And the more that they can bring that joy in, the more they will. You know, whether it's through little memories or whether it's through um, seeing somebody on the street and, and talking about, um, you know, something that's exciting in your life or whatever it may be. They They really, just the ones that I've worked with over these 10 years, really want the best for for everybody that I've read for. So we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to take you through some tools that you can use so that you can also connect with your loved ones on the other side. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, 
and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www.glenyce.net. Are you curious about entities? Have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities? Join me, Glenice Hughes, in this phenomenal two-day class, Gifts, Talents, and Capacities with Entities. It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg, July 2013, Lloydminster, September 2013, Ireland, April 2014, and if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glen. YCE.net You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we're going to talk about you who connect to your loved ones on the other side. The first thing that most people don't do, which I really encourage you to do, is ask. You know, ask your loved ones, hey, guys, I would love a sign. I would love to know that you're around. And then be willing to receive it. Because a lot of times people just, you know, they might ask, but then something happens and they're like, oh, no, that can't be. No, I don't know. That's not it. And really, it's just about asking and receiving. That's really the first step. And getting in the, the practice of that. Lots of times when people will say to me, hey, you know, I'd never, I never ever get a sense that they're around. I never see anything. I hear all these great stories from you or on Facebook or whatever, and I never get that. And I'll be like, oh, have you asked them? They'll be like, ask them what? <laughs> ask them to bring them for you. Ask them to give you signs. Ask them to let you know. Now, a lot of times people will put it into, you know, show me. Uh, by bringing me three feathers on Friday before noon. <laughs> now you can do it that way. The only way, the only thing with that is that I find that when we do that, we're actually finding a way not to receive. You know, finding a way to 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 put it into it has to be like this or it's not them. And if you're just starting out playing with this sort of stuff, just kind of interested, would like to know a little more, you know, just ask. And leave it up to them what they do. Know that they can be creative <clears throat> and they'll find so many different ways to do to connect with you. But just be really aware that it's, it's st- setting it specifically can be a, a, a way that you're finding to not receive. And then as you do it more and as you build your, your confidence and your trust in you, your trust in knowing what's a sign 
line and what it, then you can start asking for more more specifics if you like uh, but lots of times it's just it's just nice to leave it open and really see what they will create what they will bring for you as hellos and again be open to it i always tell people not to not to assume that every feather uh, that flies by is a sign from them and also not to say that it's never a sign from them be open to it use your awareness with your awareness um, I've talked about it on the show before where where there's this lightness or an expansive energy if it's a yes and there's a there's a constriction or a heaviness if it's a no. So you can always just say, you know, let's say you find a feather on the floor and you can say, oh, is this a sign from my team? And you'll either get a really light expansive feeling or it'll feel really heavy and dense. And then you'll be like, oh, okay. And then you'll know if it was. So you can ask questions. You don't have to assume it is or assume it isn't. You can just ask. You know, hey, guys, is this from you? A couple of weeks ago, I was at my my new center in Lloydminster, the Center of Possibilities. And I had an evening class that night. So I was taking some sessions during the day. And there was this feather that just floated down, you know, from wherever above and just floated down. And I was watching it float all the way down. It just landed on the floor. It was just so, so sweet. And uh, years ago, I was in uh, England, actually, I took an advanced mediumship class in, in England. And I was so overwhelmed when I got there. It was a week long intensive training. And they had different levels of it. So you were either put in beginner, um, intermediate or advanced so I assumed I would go into beginner even though I'd been practicing as a medium for for um, three years I think by then but I, I mean I just knew that I just didn't have what they had and they just did it based on what their their awareness told them and they actually put me in the advanced group and I was like horrified absolutely horrified because what it meant was at the end of the week, I had to stand up and do what's called a demonstration. So you had to demonstrate mediumship. So you had to stand up in front of everybody and connect with spirit and, and do it for the audience. And I was like, this was just horrible. And I just wanted to go home. And I was uh, didn't know anybody there. And, I, you know, I was just making this big trauma drama thing up. And I was laying on my room in the dorm room, on my bed, I mean. And uh, I went to write something in my journal and when I opened it up or when I, when I picked up my journal, it was on my bed. There was this beautiful feather there. And in that moment, I just knew, I knew it was my team. I knew they were saying, you're, you're okay. You're in the right spot. Everything's going to be fine. We're right here beside you. Oh, I tell you, I'd never so happy to see a feather in all my life. And it just gave me the confidence. And any time that week where I, where I started going into the, Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not good enough. And all that crazy stuff we tell ourselves to stop ourselves I just would go back to the energy I I felt when I saw the feather and I was like okay it's okay I can do this I can do this and it was such a phenomenal week such a phenomenal week so you know be open to what that is for you and ask 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 and they never get bored lots of times clients will say to me oh my goodness I ask too much I promise you you don't ask too much just in your mind whatever you would like and you just, you know, hey, I'd like a sign today, guys. Now, do you have to ask them 50 times? No. You could ask once a day. Hey, I'd like a sign today, guys. Show me that you're here. And if you want it from somebody in specific, you can ask that too. You don't have to leave that wide open. If it's, you know, grandma you'd like to hear from, say, hey, grandma, I'd love to see a sign that you're with me today. Just leave it open. 
So the other one we're going to do as an exercise right now, and it's one that you can do all by yourself. You just need some quiet time, which is often what people don't give themselves much of. Really, when you're working with the spirit world, the more present you are, the easier it is for you to connect with them. So it's really about retraining yourself to become present. Because I know we've taught ourselves to go 120 miles an hour. And now it's about being present. So if you're driving, ignore this part. If you're at home or somewhere comfortable and it's safe, just close your eyes. And just become aware of your body. Right from your toes, up your legs, up your hips, up your stomach to your shoulders, down each arm to your fingertips, up your neck to the top of your head, and all the way out to the tips of your ears. Now expand energetically out into the entire building that you're in. So energetically becoming aware of the basement, the attic, the walls, the people, animals if there's some in the house. Now expanding out even farther than that. And even farther than that, going down into Mother Earth and up into the sky and all the way around you. And know that if you're not sure what you're doing, know that your energy does it in the moment that I say it. Expand out even further and expand out even further. Expand out into the entire Earth. So all the way down to the center of Mother Earth. And all the way up to the blue sky. And now expand out into the universe and going a million times farther than that and a million times farther than that and a million times farther than that. Just becoming aware of everything and everyone. Connecting with that oneness that you truly be. And from this space, from this expanded space, Invite your team in. Invite them in to touch you, to connect with you in some way right now. That little tickle, that little itch. There might be a smell that connects you to them. You might just feel peace in your heart. And ask them to come in even closer. And even closer than that. And ask them to contribute. Healing energy. To your body and to your life. Ask them to contribute any miracles and magic that they can to you in your life. And just open up energetically to receive everything that they're gifting you. And expand even farther than that so you can receive even more. The 
There you go. Beautiful. And as you're receiving, give the energy of thank you to them. And it becomes this continuous gifting and receiving. Who's gifting and who's receiving? Yeah, both are. In true receiving, there's gifting. Yeah, and ask them to gift even more. And then you gift even more. Ask them to come closer. Beautiful. And from this space, you can just open your eyes. Knowing that you can create that connection with them at all times. There isn't a limit. You don't have to be sitting with a medium to do it. You can just sit down, close your eyes, and ask. Ask them to come closer. Ask them to contribute. Miracles, magic, healing, money, joy, a new car, whatever it may be. And then be willing to receive in whatever way they bring it. So lots of times people assume they'll just bring it, you know, it'll be parked in the garage. And hey, I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm just saying be willing to be open to how they bring it. And thank them for being such an amazing contribution to your life. And the other thing you can do is just play games. You know, when your text, if you have the the noise on for your text, when one comes in, just in your mind, okay, who's that from before you look at it? You know, get to where you can, if you'd like to hear them more, ask more questions. If you'd like to feel them more, pay more attention to the feelings in your body. If you'd like to see them more, spend more time in meditation so that you can train your, your psychic seeing. And be aware that there's also the psychic knowing where you just know. A lot of times people are such good psychic knowers that they don't realize it's psychic knowing. They just assume that it's just knowing. They've just, you know, they don't even credit it to, to any sort of ability when really it's a huge gift and ability. So again, I invite you to to the talk show on Tuesday, aligning you vibrationally to connect with your team of beings from the light if you would like more on this. Like I said, we're also going to do the vibrational alignment. Uh, and you can find the link to that just on my webpage. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Again, I'm so grateful for all of you listeners out there. If you have show topics that you would like me to talk about, please feel free to email me, glenice at glenice.net, and let me know what you would like me to talk more of about. And have a beautiful rest of your day, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. again for joining us living in the magic of possibilities can be heard every thursday at 6 p.m eastern time 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel 
Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Mm-hmm.